Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Housing for the Aged Action Group, Haig for short, a housing group for older people run by older people, present Raise the Roof every fourth Wednesday of the month. We advocate for affordable, secure and appropriate housing. So listen up every fourth Wednesday from 6 to 6.30 on 3CR 855 on your AM dial. Uh, yes, welcome to the Housing for the Aged Action Group show for this month. My name's Shane. I'm going to be with you for the next half hour. Uh, thanks very much to Carl and Renegade Economists for another great show. And this week, I'm joined by a couple of people in the studio. First up, my co-worker, Anne. Uh, do you want to say hello? Hi, Shane. How are you? Uh, good. Thanks for coming in today. Um, do you want to tell the audience a bit about what it is you do at HAG? Yes, yeah, so I'm an outreach worker at HAG, so I'm assisting people um, to move into affordable, long-term, secure housing and also age-appropriate housing, uh-huh. um, assisting with applications for public housing and also community housing and social housing, and assisting them to move in and also making referrals for any supports they might need. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great. Uh, and we're also joined by Naomi, who's on the very first day of a student placement at HAG. Um, hi, Naomi. Thanks for coming in. Hello. How are you? Good, thanks. Um, do you want to tell people what it is that you're studying and what you're... Um, yeah, I'm doing a certificate four in community development at Kinara Community House up and up at Furniture Gully. Okay, great. Now, as most of you will know, uh, earlier this year, the Victorian government announced a Royal Commission into Family Violence. Today on the show, we're going to talk about the ways that elder abuse and other kinds of family violence affect older people's rights to housing. Like any discussion of family violence, some of the content this week may be distressing. Uh, so if you want to tune out for now, Tamil Voice will be here in half an hour. So don't make sure you come back for that. Uh, or you can always listen to the show on podcast later from the 3CR website or the HAG website uh, if that's more convenient uh, or appropriate for you. 
Also, at the end of the show, we'll have contact information for a range of places that can assist you. If you or someone you know is experiencing family violence or elder abuse, or is at risk of homelessness. So if you think that information might be useful, please grab yourself a pen uh, over the course of the show. And we'll also post that information on the podcast page on the 3CR website. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, I should probably say, because we're on the fourth week of the month, we don't get our own official Radiothon show, uh, but it's still important that everyone uh, makes their contributions to Radiothon. Uh, HAG has its own targets to meet for Raise the Roof, and we think it's really important uh, to keep supporting community radio just like they keep supporting us. So just going to hear a quick message uh, about your Radiothon donations. Did you know that each donation over $2 you make to 3CR's Radiothon is tax deductible? That means that when you're doing your tax return business, you can claim your 3CR donation as a legitimate tax deduction. To make a pledge to this year's Radiothon, call the station on 9419 8377. Alright, so I want to kick off the discussion today with a submission that's been made to the Royal Commission into Family Violence. Uh, this was organised by Justice Connect, their homeless law program, and it's been signed by a large number of groups and organisations, including HAG, uh, also Domestic Violence Victoria, VCOS, the Council to Homeless Persons, and many others, too many to, to go into detail. I'm going to read uh, an excerpt from the submission because it's very powerful and to the point. Uh, Dear Commissioner Neve, through our work in the housing, homelessness, community, family violence and legal sectors, our organisations know that Victoria's shortage of affordable housing, one, deters victims from leaving violent relationships, two, pushes victims into homelessness, and three, can make perpetrators more isolated and increase the risk of repeated or escalated violence. A suite of solutions is required to break these links between family violence, housing and homelessness in Victoria. We collectively call on the government to invest in these solutions. One, improving measures to sustain tenancies and prevent homelessness for women who can st safely stay in their housing, including strengthened programs such as Safe at Home Responses, the Social Housing Advocacy and Support Program, legal representation for women facing eviction, and private rental brokerage schemes. $13.4 million per year could assist an additional 3,800 families. Two, establish a rapid rehousing program to assist women and children escaping family violence to be quickly rehoused with appropriate supports in place. Three, uh, improving affordable housing pathways for perpetrators of family violence uh, to ensure that they remain engaged with relevant supports to help prevent the risk of further violence. Uh, and four, develop a, a long-term affordable housing strategy to address the soaring public housing wait list and increasing unaffordability of private rental for low-income Victorians. An affordable housing growth fund of $200 million per year could build a minimum of 800 homes. Addressing Victoria's shortage of affordable housing must be a priority for the Royal Commission into Family Violence and for the Victorian Government. I think that's really powerful because we're always talking on this show and at HAG about the importance of more affordable housing, in particular, more public housing. Uh, but often people can think of that as almost its own separate issue, like there's housing over here and then there's family violence over here, and these are all separate areas. But it's really important for us all to understand the links between these issues and how they affect and, and interplay with each other. Um, and how does that accord with your experience? Uh, because I know that you've worked with, with some clients, I think quite a number of clients who've experienced family violence themselves. Yes, I've, I've got a number of clients at the moment, Shane, actually, that um, are living in, with family violence or elder abuse. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing a big increase in the number of referrals from organisations such as Seniors Rights Victoria, 
um, who um, work with um, people who older people who are experiencing any type of you know elder abuse. Mm-hmm. Also, there's been a big increase in referrals from um, called clients um, from the domestic violence services that assist um, called clients and migrants. Yep, so clients um, from, from non-English-speaking backgrounds. Yeah, exactly. Culturally and linguistically diverse yeah. communities. Yes. Yep. Um, and what are the what sort of challenges do you have in working with, with people in those sorts of situations? Um, well, it, um, various challenges. There's many um, experiencing um, financial abuse mm-hmm. um, and psychological abuse and the relationships broken down. Um, there's... Um, I'm helping quite a number of um, called clients and a couple of them, they've been sponsored by family members mm-hmm. um, and once the relationship breaks, it breaks down mm-hmm. and um, some of the cases involve elder abuse, well, they don't know anyone in Australia, um, they've got no support out here, um, family overseas and friends overseas, so they're very isolated Yeah. Um, and it's very difficult for them to know where to turn. Yeah, sure. Because I think often when we think about family violence, we think particularly about male violence against women, uh, you know, in, in a sort of the same, same generation within a relationship or of parents against their children. But what's, what's not so very well understood and what's often really underreported and, and it has a lot of shame about associated with it uh, is violence by children against their parents, which, which isn't so gendered. Yeah, definitely shame. Well, I've got a number of people I'm helping and, um, for example, um, some older clients of mine have been, they had their own home for 40 years. Well, they've lost their home um, because um, of debts um, and financial abuse um, by their son. So right. they've gone from being homeowners and being securely housed to being, you know, virtually on the street. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to talk, uh, to give out some more information about about elder abuse, because like I say, I don't think that it is well understood. Um, some recently published research by Seniors Rights Victoria, which Anne just mentioned, found that up to 6% of elderly Victorians are being abused, most often by a son or daughter, and often motivated by a sense of entitlement to the victim's money. Uh, an a- analysis of 755 older people who called their helpline, Seniors Rights Helpline, showed that the major- majority of victims suffered from financial abuse, uh, th- that was 37%, followed by emotional abuse. Uh, and it, even though we would say that it's probably less gendered than, than other forms of family violence, elderly women were still by far the most likely to be victims. Uh, victims were also subject to f- physical, sexual, and social abuse. Many also suffered from neglect and were not being provided with basic necessities such as food and utilities. 90% of the abusers were the victim's adult child, uh, many of whom suffered from drug, alcohol, or gambling av- addictions or mental health problems. And one of the biggest risk factors for elderly people was living with the offenders. So uh, the report said that approximately 28% of the older people reported abu- reporting abuse lived with a son or daughter uh, in comparison to the wider population where less than 7% of Australian older people live with an adult child. Older people living alone were also more at risk of being taken advantage of financially. Uh, that, that research was commissioned by the National Aging Research Institute uh, and it was released to coincide with a World Prevention, sorry, World Prevention of Elder Abuse Day on Monday, which uh, was a couple of weeks ago, uh, but is the reason why I wanted to, to talk about elder abuse on this show. Uh, Seniors Rights Victoria manager Jenny Blakely said that much of the abuse stemmed from an adult child's sense of entitlement to the elderly person's estate. Two thirds of victims owned their own home, 
Uh, and there's a sense of entitlement to the older person's money or the sense that they'll get the inheritance at some point. So they feel like they can, you know, they might as well get it now. Uh, Jenny Blakely, Blakey also said it's an issue that is worldwide, but in Victoria, we only started promoting it as an issue in 2008. That means there's still a lot of people who don't know what it is. Uh, we might go quickly to a song. Rumination. 3CR's Rooming House and Homeless Persons Issues Program. Featuring information on health and housing services, as well as live local guests, artists and performers from our unsung community. Join us at 12pm on Thursday on 3CR 855 AM. All right, that was Bronze's fantastic cover of the classic Robert Palmer song, Simply Irresistible. Uh, I think recorded live on the Ruminations program here on 3CR, which, which is a show that we love. Uh, welcome back. Still talking about elder abuse and the ways that it relates to housing situations in Victoria. Um, another submission to the Royal Commission into Family Violence came from Seniors Law, which is another part of Justice Connect. Uh, and in their summary of their report of their submission, they write, Seniors Law welcomes the shifting attitudes and heightened awareness of gender-based family violence. However, we are yet to see similar progress with respect to understanding elder abuse and addressing ageism as its underlying cause. Uh, I think that's really interesting, the idea that ageism is a, a separate kind of ideology that we're seeing spreading throughout our society and that that's, that's part of what's leading to all of this elder abuse. The... Um, Sorry, I'm just shuffling my notes. This is an awkward moment, which is a classic part of 3CR radio. The, uh, I'll just put your microphone back on as well, Anne. The, uh, the, and, you know, we were talk when we were talking earlier about the submission, uh, about the research by Seniors Rights Victoria, they were talking about how often this is motivated by a sense of entitlement to the victim's money. And I think those things are really connected. Oh, they, they certainly are. Um, they just, um, especially these, you know, um, perpetrators, sons and daughters, they just think they're entitled to um, their parents' money, you know, mm -hmm. and um, it's like, you know, really disempowering and they just, it's just, um, you know, unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's yeah. disgusting. I mean, yeah. I remember a client of mine who was a an older man who was in very poor health and, and, you know, in effect was dying and essentially his adult son just moved into his house and refused to leave, refused to pay rent, refused to pay for groceries or anything like that. Uh, and, you know, the, the father who was in this horrible situation, who was almost himself being evicted because of what was going on, because, you know, because of all the complications, you know, just didn't have it in him to kick out his, his adult son. Uh, it was just just such disgusting predatory behaviour. It was really horrible to witness. Yeah, uh, definitely. And I've had um, several cases where, um, yeah, um, my client has, you know, had to go into hospital and then she's just sort of had a procedure and been really unwell. And then the son while she hasn't been feeling too well has got her to sign some papers and mm. and you know before she knows that uh, one client you know she he'd, she'd signed over her farm and you know her home and everything yeah, right. and now she's you know you know renting and and so you know just taking advantage of someone who's you know um in poor health and really mm -hmm. vulnerable yeah i mean I, I think one thing that we've, we've seen a lot of, you know, not only from this government, but from this government in particular is, is putting the blame on older people for things with, you know, things like the intergenerational report and Joe Hockey likes to talk about intergenerational theft, where he's talking as if the entitlements that have been fought for and won by, by preceding generations 
uh, are some sort of you know unacceptable burden on, on people who are young now, trying to pit young people against older people. I think that's really disgusting, and I think it's a predictable that if you inculcate that ideology in people and you're constantly telling them, you know, the, the, the elderly have taken something from you and, and now you need to, you know, then it will express itself in forms of abuse and, and it, violence. Exactly. You know, Shane, like, look at the pension, the, you know, the Abbott government's trying to tinker with the age pension, you know, and um, um, it's just ridiculous and it's just outrageous. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess we can't go past uh, right now talking about the Abbott government without mentioning the, the things that Joe Hockey and Tony Abbott have said over the last few weeks about housing affordability. Uh, I know Tony Abbott was saying that uh, he hopes that prices keep going up because he's a homeowner himself. It's a very yeah, compassionate just, spirit. What a joke. But he, but he also said he wants more affordable housing. So he wants prices to keep going up, but he wants more affordable housing. Uh, I know that we don't get a lot of logical thinking from the Abbott government, but to me, easy solution, more public housing. You can have your, your private home ownership, your prices can continue to increase, mm. but there can also be something for, for regular people, but that requires the government to step up and actually contribute the funds that are necessary and to build more public housing. Exactly. There needs to be more investment in public housing. I'm in the, the last state budget, the last you know federal budget, there was no investment um, for public housing at all. Yeah, I so think I think it's we were completely prom- off the agenda. Yeah, the new, the most recent state budget had I think um, about sixty public housing dwellings to be built, which yeah. I, I don't even know uh, how, how many a year in get destroyed. Victoria, you know, where you've got thirty-eight thousand fam- people or families, I'm not quite sure, uh, on the waiting list at the moment. Yeah, you know, people on on the highest priority waiting, you know, in some cases years to be able to to access public housing, and they're they're you know the supposedly pro-public housing Labor government of Victoria is committing to sixty new properties. And they're saying that in the future, they'd like to tackle housing affordability, but, you know, that, that's no good to those of us right now uh, who need something or who are, you know, right now trying to work out if they can afford to run their heaters during winter or if they need that money to pay their rent. Exactly, Shane. I've got lots of clients that can't afford to, you know, run their heaters, um, mm-hmm. often visit them and they, you know, they go to bed wearing all their clothes to bed and they're freezing cold because yep. it's just um, outrageous. On a fixed income, on the age pension, mm-hmm. nearly all of their pension is going on the rent. Mm. So yeah, yeah. So th- thanks very much, uh, Victorian government as well as federal government. All right, uh, we're just going to hear a quick announcement now. Uh, more Radiothon time. Don't fa- to forget, it's really important, and you are still more than welcome to make a donation to raise the roof, uh, to keep Hag on the air, and to keep supporting Hag to present information like this. Wondering how you pay your donation to the Three CR Radiothon? You can do so online at www.3cr.org.au or call us with your credit card details on 9419 8377. You can also come into the station at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy during office hours and pay by cash, cheque or FPOS. Or simply post your cheque or money order to PO Box 1277 Collingwood 3066 and be sure to tell us which program you'd like your donation to go to. Guys, what an amazing song that was. That was Reds Under the Bed with Single Mum. Sure was, uh, Shane. It was amazing. Yeah, sorry, and sorry, say that again. Oh, sure was, Shane. It was amazing. It, it was a real treat for us here in the studio as well as for you at home. The, uh, look, we've barely been able to scratch the surface of the things that you could say about elder abuse. Uh, it's probably a topic that we need to come back to and think more about in the future. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Before I go, I said I was going to give you some contact information, so I hope you've got your pens and paper handy. 
Uh, Seniors Rights Victoria provides information, support, advice and education to help prevent elder abuse and safeguard the rights, dignity and independence of older people. Their services include a helpline, specialist legal services, short-term support and advocacy for individuals, and community and professional education. If you or someone you know is experiencing elder abuse, you can contact their free confidential helpline on 1300 368 821. Uh, HAG works a lot with Seniors Rights Victoria and we think they're fantastic at what they do. WIRE offers a free women's support line for information and referrals on any issues, uh, including family relationships and legal issues, domestic and family violence, housing and homelessness, emotional well-being, mental health, anxiety, fear, stress and depression, and job search, study options and community volunteering. Uh, you can call them on 1300 134 130. If you're concerned that someone you know may be committing or that you may yourself be committing family violence or elder abuse, you can get advice and support about behaviour change programs through the Men's Referral Service on 1300 766 491. Uh, another useful contact number is Justice Connect Women's Homelessness Prevention Project, which combines legal representation with social work support aims to prevent women and children being evicted into homelessness. Uh, you can call them on 1-800-606-313 to make an appointment. Uh, and of course, there's always us. If you're a Victorian over 55 and you need housing support for any reason, uh, whether to do with family violence or just financial reasons or problems with the landlord, whatever it may be, uh, you can call HAG's Home at Last service on 1-300-765-178. That's it from, from us for this month. Thanks very much, Anne and Naomi, for coming in. Thanks, Shane. Thank you. Uh, great.